Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. It was an 11-game night in the association. That was riveting, including the 49th wedgie of the season. So let's jump into some real good action. We'll start with the Suns Warriors, number two versus number eight in the West. The Golden State Warriors beat the top two Western Conference teams 24 hours apart after beating Utah on Monday. The Suns came out with the game plan. Let's take the ball out of Steph's hands, a strategy I'm sure we'll see next week in the play-in. And Curry couldn't find his rhythm, hitting only one of 11 threes. So who stepped up when Curry moved it along? Well, second-year warrior Jordan Poole and the extremely talented and recently very, very capable Andrew Wiggins. On a sequence with under two minutes left, Poole hit a three to give the Warriors their first lead of the second half. Curry poked the ball from Devin Booker on the other end, doing what he could to help out on this night. Then Curry was triple-teamed. And Wiggins drove and hit a little baseline fade to make Chase Center's 4,000-plus go nuts. little flashback to the Warriors' elite days. Wiggins ended with 38 to go along with Poole's 20. Wiggins was 17 of 24 from the floor. And, of course, you can't expect that every night. But his production has been overlooked recently, including by me. Steph has taken all of my attention And it's not a short stretch at all. Wiggins' last 29 games, over 20 points per game on 48% from the floor and 38% from three. And the Warriors continue to play great defense. Does anyone want to see this team? Speaking of teams they could see in the playoffs, some quick news about the number one seeded Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell will sit out the rest of the regular season with an ankle injury. The playing attorney gives him several more games to get it right next week. But I'm a little more concerned about Mike Conley and his hamstring injury. He'll hopefully be back soon for Utah. Hopefully, he's been out nearly three weeks. Moving along, some sexy ball in the association yesterday, Nuggets and Hornets. The Nuggets put on an absolute show in an impressive and enjoyable win over Charlotte. The passing of this team, of course, led by Nikola Jokic, who had another marvelous baseball pass swinging it along the floor. Then a sidearm whipping type of skip pass, but Facundo Campazzo, the 30-year-old Argentinian rook who's been starting since about the time Jamal Murray went down, had a beautiful lead pass to Aaron Gordon. The spin on that thing, the trickery. Other than spoiling us, Faku and Jokic out there really elevate Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. with their willingness to pass. Jokic and Porter Jr. had 30 points each on this night. I can't wait to find out if the Nuggets guards with... Out Murray and Faku Campazzo, Austin Rivers, and Monte Morris filling in will make enough shots to win in the playoffs. That should be a blast. The Nuggets will start at home, though. They clinched home court advantage in round one with the win over Charlotte. They currently sit fourth in the West. The Hornets clinched a play-in spot with the Bulls losing to the Brooklyn Nets. A successful season for the Charlotte Hornets, no doubt. Knicks, Lakers, no LeBron James. He's waiting another game to get his ankle right and still no Dennis Schroeder for the champs either. 
I see a comment here from Sydney Irving Pasmate here on, on YouTube that it was like a playoff game, and it was. It was a battle with the Knicks. The Knicks, led by their two best players, besting the Lakers early. Julius Randle had, you know, one of the game's best defensive bigs guarding him and Anthony Davis, but Randle had no problem going right at him. He was just bullying and getting to his spots in the first half. Some bully ball, some bubble bath, bully ball, bully ball from Julius Randle. And when he wasn't scoring, Derrick Rose continued dropping his array of shots to give him 16 first half points. But the Lakers, Kyle Kuzma, and his current hairstyle had 16 in the second quarter to make it a close game at half. And the Lakers needed every bucket they got out of their role players because the Knicks front line defense did a real nice job on Anthony Davis. Shout out to Tibbs. And this looked like the Knicks game until Wesley Matthews had a putback score to send it to overtime. This is a one possession game all the way down to the wire. And then Taylor Horton Tucker splashed a game winning three in overtime. THT. That guy is talented. Two great defenses in this battle. This game went to overtime and only got to 200 points combined. The Knicks are now in a three-way tie for fourth in the East with the Hawks and the Heat. The Lakers still trying to get out of that play-in tournament. We'll stick with the East here for a sec. Miami and Boston. I cringe every time I say, if you squint, you can see the bubble heat in this year's heat. But screw it. It's happening right now. There's regular season Rondo and there's regular season Spolstra. Head coach Eric Spolstra is getting all his guys ready for the postseason here. So many contributors. So many contributors, excuse me. Goran Dragic representing for the gray-haired fellas. Tyler Hero, 10 of 15 versus Boston. Same for Bam Adebayo, 10 of 15 from the floor. The Heat had five guys between 17 and 24 points. Just squint, you can see it. And that's without Jimmy Butler, who left the game after being poked in the eye. Butler definitely squinting after that one. The Miami Heat have clinched an Eastern Conference playoff berth. And will not be in the play-in tournament, while the Boston Celtics most definitely will be. Sticking with one more game here in the East, Philly and Indy. The 76ers came in with a chance to clinch the best record in the Eastern Conference. That's com uh, that commendable accomplishment will have to wait another night, mainly because of Karis LeVert and his late-game heroics. Both teams were shorthanded. No Joel Embiid for Philly, but LeVert was the best shot maker and playmaker for either team down the stretch. He was their closer. And he's done one other thing, and this is just selfish and personal. After learning Boston's Jalen Brown is out for the season, I was starting to sour a bit on the Eastern Conference play in tourney, but Karis LeVert reeled me back in, along with Domas Sabonis, who had 16, 13, and 15 assists and is averaging 26 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists in May, plus TJ McConnell's scrappiness. I'm in on the Pacers in the play in tourney. Celtics, meh. But then you got the Pacers, Wizards, and Hornets. It's almost official those four teams will be in it. Let's do this thing. Yeah, the Bulls couldn't beat the Nets, slimming down their already slim chances to play past the regular season. Scary moment for Kyrie Irving in this game. Rebound up in the air. Kyrie was reaching up for it. And the much, much taller Nikola Vucevic glided close to Irving to grab the ball. And his elbow smashed hard into Kyrie's face. Kyrie left the game. Like, luckily, Kyrie can take all the time he needs because his team has Kevin Durant on it. <laughs> Durant's shots in this game, so buttery smooth. This guy is ready for the postseason. He's just perfecting his craft out there. He only took 13 shots, but only missed four of them. Zach Levine tried to match him. He had 41 points of his own, but not enough. Other good news for the Nets, after essentially being out since late March with a hamstring injury, James Harden 
will be a game-time decision tonight, Wednesday, versus San Antonio. Clippers-Raptors, Los Angeles is spending their last four games on the road while the Raptors can't wait to end their season-long road trip and just get home already. Clippers in a route, nothing more to say. Timberwolves-Pistons, this was an entertaining game between two teams looking towards the future. Wolves rookie Anthony Edwards' game has been quite loud this season, and he made a very skillful move that you've probably seen before. That was a dribble hard stop, half-spin fade, come back and fade that Greg Kelser called Kobe-esque on the Pistons broadcast, and that was definitely grabbed directly from Kobe Bryant. Carl Anthony Towns asked after the game about his favorite Anthony Edwards moment this year, and he said, every day is a moment. He's a moment every day, or a mome as it's called in the NBA Top Shot world. No time to say the entire word, but you can spend hours and hours to wait for a pack drop if you're in the mood. Pistons rookie Killian Hayes has had more of a quiet season than Anthony Edwards, but he has been great recently since returning from an injury. Hayes now has 13 straight games with five-plus assists. He can just flat-out play the point guard spot. Him, Isaiah Stewart, Saban Lee, and Sadiq Bey who now has the most third most threes for a rookie in NBA history with 169 behind only Donovan Mitchell and Damian Lillard make a solid future in Detroit. Mavs, Grizzlies. The Grizzlies put up 133 points on the Mavs. I know we're just kind of used to those numbers, but that is a lot of scoring. Check the efficiency. 57% from the floor, 48 from three, 93 from the free throw line. John Moran had a big game with 24, 7 rebounds and 8 assists. The Mavs, Kristaps Porzingis, was in pregame warm-ups, but missed his seventh straight game with knee soreness. Magic, Bucks. The biggest thing to take from this game is that Giannis Antetokounmpo really doesn't like Mo Wagner. Actually, bigger news, Milwaukee will increase fan capacity at Pfizer Forum to 50% or approximately 9,000 fans. Home court advantage is definitely something the Bucks missed in last year's bubble, like every team did, but let's see how much it really did affect them. They are currently third in the East. Thunder Kings last game here. The Kings kept their very slim play in tournament hopes alive by beating the Thunder, which also got the win by losing their eighth straight tankathon.com for all your tanking needs. That's it for me. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode to take a look at that 49th wedgie of the season. We're nearing 50. This is ridiculous. I'll be back Thursday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can. Talk to you then. Mm-hmm.